Okay, so today's book is actually a companion to the major motion picture, Arctic Tale, by Rebecca Baines, and it's based on the motion picture narration, which is written by Linda Wolverton, and Mose Richards, and Kristen Gore. And it is a movie by National Geographic, and it is going to be really cool. I wish that people who are listening can watch the movie because it's got some really beautiful pictures of the Arctic. So let's start. Ready? Oh, and it's read by Mommy and and Philip. Okay. This is the Arctic, a giant stretch of solid ice at the very top of the globe. In the winter, the winds whip across the frozen landscape and the temperature can reach 80 degrees below zero. And it might not seem like a comfortable place for anyone, but it's spring and there are two new creatures about to call this icy world home. Nanu is a baby polar bear, just a few weeks old. Until now, she has only known the warm, dark den her mother built for her before she was born. But Nanu is ready to leave her cramped cave and tumble down the hills of Snow Mountain. Sila is a newborn walrus. Her family lives far from Snow Mountain, past the edge of the land where the ice meets the sea. And she will spend most of her life in the water. But she needs the sturdy ice to rest on when she is too tired to swim. Sila lives in a big family group, all female. There are dozens of sisters and aunts and cousins for her to play with. Sila will always live with her family, no matter how big she gets. Nanu will spend the next couple of years in the company of her mother, living the wandering life of a polar bear. They will go down to the ice shelf, not far from Sila's home, to hunt for seals. When Nanu is big enough, she will set out into the world to live on her own. Nanu and Sila might have very different families and ways of life, but they have a lot in common too. See, Nanu eats, Sila eats. Nanu sleeps and Sila sleeps. Nanu plays and Sila plays. Do you eat and sleep and play too? Of course you do. Just like human babies, they have adults to care for them and teach them all they need to know. Nanu's mother shows her how to hunt What's that? for seals resting in the snow burrows and the ice. She sniffs What's out, well, I'll What's tell you. That? Let's see what happens here. She sniffs out her next meal and then pounces on the spot where the seal is hidden. It takes years to practice a to practice to surprise a slippery seal, but by the age of two, 
Nanu has mastered this skill. And now it's time for Nanu's mother to say goodbye. The first thing Sila must learn is how to pull her body up onto the ice. Mom gives her a little shove and then waits patiently as Sila tries to pull herself out of the water. Her mom rewards her with a well-deserved kiss. When she's big enough, she learns how to hunt with the herd, preying on clams that rest at the bottom of the ocean. Sila snuffles the clams out of the dirt and blasts them open with a snort and then sucks out the meat. A tiny clam may not seem like much of a meal for a growing walrus, but get this, Sila can eat up to 4,000 of them in a three-day feast. Can you imagine eating 4,000 of anything? Now, only two years have passed since they were born, but the home that Nanu and Sila know is melting. Times are changing for the Arctic animals. Every year, the temperature gets warmer and the summers get longer. The hard sea ice breaks up earlier and reforms later. With the early arrival of summer, Sila has no place to rest her tired flippers. And even worse, Nanu can't hunt seals the way her mother taught her. Without food, she will not last through the summer months when seals are hardest to find. When their environment changes, all animals must adapt or change the way they live. Sometimes this means finding a new home. Sila's family has experienced bad ice years in the past, and they remember an island with plenty of hard rocks where they can rest. It's a long swim, but they've got sleek bodies meant for gliding through water and plenty of blubber to keep them warm. Now, driven by hunger, Nanu must leave too. The trip is harder for her because polar bears are not blubber. Yep. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The trip is harder for the polar bears. See, look, we're talking about Nanu now. Because polar bears are not built for long-distance swimming. They're better swimmers than grizzly bears because they have webbed feet and they have plenty of fat under their fur to keep them warm in the Arctic cold. But a 200-mile trip is still a lot to ask of a bear. Luckily, Nanu finds some rest stops along the way. Whoa, look at this. You guys have got to watch this movie or at least look at some pictures of walruses because they are amazing. After about a week of swimming, both Nanu and Sila arrive at Rock Island. Sila's family joins hundreds of other walruses that have also made the trip. And it's not easy to pull themselves up so high when they're used to the sea and the ice. But they know their tired bodies need to rest. Eventually, they will take their place on the rocky earth. When Nanu arrives, she is starving. She must find food and fast. She tries to hunt on the island, but there are no seals here. And she's too hungry to hunt the walruses. She's too small to hunt the walruses. But there is another hungry animal lurking by, a big male polar bear. Now, males can be as much as three times the size of females and can go after larger prey. 
Luckily, Nanu convinces him to share his meal. Can I have a bite? She says. For the next six years, both Nanu and Sila return to Rock Island for the summer. Each fall, when the seasons change, an old walrus sniffs the ice in the air and the herd heads home. When the walruses leave, Nanu knows her icy kingdom has returned and she embarks on the tiring trip back. In their eighth year of life, Nanu and Sila are full grown and there is a new sense of excitement about a journey home. Nanu has found a mate and is ready to have cubs of her own. She climbs up Snow Mountain and builds a den just like the one where she was born. And then she waits. And any male who wants Sila's attention is going to have to earn it. Male walruses sing love songs to attract a mate. Do you know who else sings love songs? Humans do. Now, when necessary, they can sing for up to 40 hours. Can humans sing for that long? I don't know. But sure enough, one determined male finally wins her over. And in the spring, when the Arctic darkness fades, there are three new lives in the land of ice. Look, it looks like Nanu has two cubs, right? And then look, Sila has a baby too. What does the Arctic have in store for these new children? of the North, only time will tell the end.